calling all high performers, goal getters, and anyone aiming to be the most empowered versions of themselves. Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. I'm so glad you're here. This is a place for you to learn, to be encouraged, and to grow through whatever life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we cover the hard truths, share tips, tricks, and tools on all things habits, wellness, consistency, and of course, mindset. Are you excited yet? Me too. Let's jump in. What is up, my friends? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Morton, and I hope that you are having an amazing, amazing day. I seem to have something a little bit caught in my throat, no matter how much water, tea, or clearing my throat. I do. I cannot seem to get it out, but alas, here we are doing the damn thing. So if you hear my voice cracking, just know I already know and I'm already embarrassed about it, but we're still here. So today I'm going to share with you the episode that I was meant to release last week. The reason I did not release the episode last week is because due to technical difficulties and some people might call it user error, I personally think it's up for debate, I was unable to record using my regular mic and laptop because I typically record on my phone and when I went to record using my mic and my MacBook, unfortunately with Safari that I did not realize... You can't record longer than five minutes. And if you saw my Instagram story last week about this, I will say it again. What person actually records a five-minute podcast? It just doesn't doesn't make sense to me, okay? It just doesn't. If you're not following me on Instagram, though, mm, why not? Okay? First off, you're missing out. There's a ton of good value on there. I give you lots of tips, lots of tricks, lots of humor. I'm really silly. I'm a fun time. So if you're not already following me, head on over to Instagram right now while you're listening to this. Type in at I am Nikki Morton. Hit that follow button and let's connect a little bit, okay? So that I can get to know you. I can serve you on a better level and we can chat all things mindset transformation and magic, all right? So today I want to dive in, like I said, on the episode that I was supposed to release last week that I dubbed burnout breakout. So that is what we are going to cover today. And the reason that I was going to release this episode last week is because I cut a coaching call short last week, middle of the call. I looked my client in the eyes and I said, I don't think that we should do this. I think that we should cancel our call. And I think that we should reschedule. Now you might be thinking, wait, what? (laughs) So let me give you a little bit of background. Prior to our call and prior during the day, I was having a little bit of a moment of overwhelm where I realized, oh my gosh, I have so much on my plate. Like I'm planning a wedding. I have, you know, my client list is full right now. I'm working a full-time job. I'm trying to be a partner. I'm trying to be a friend. I'm trying to get to the gym every now and again, and also just try and have time for me. And it got to a point where as I was preparing for my call with my client, which mind you, I had a call with my own coach after that, I felt like I was just trying to get it together before that call because I was just feeling so overwhelmed and burnt out and like there was no way for me to get out of the stuck place that I felt I was in at the time. So when I hopped on with my client, her initial call sheet. Like I have every client fill out a call sheet so that I know what's going on before we hop on our call so that we can dive right in and get to it. And I could tell reading her call sheet that she was experiencing really similar things to what I was experiencing in that exact moment. And usually when this happens, I'm like, oh, this is great because I can help them through it because I've gone through it. But 
in the moment that I read it, I was like, I literally actually feel like I'm just as stuck right now in my own space as she is in hers. But I'm going to do my best because maybe the wisdom that I'm able to share with her will be something that's able to help me as well. So we hop in our call. She starts talking to me. Sure enough, I can just see it and I can sense it within myself that both of us are trying so hard to stay focused, so hard to stay intentional, but we couldn't do it. We were overwhelmed. We were burnt out. The last thing we needed was to dive in deeper and think more and do more. That was the last thing we needed. And so rather than pull teeth between both of us, try and force this, why would I do that when my whole basis of coaching is sustainability? So I looked at her and I said, hey, I don't think we should do this. I think that we need some rest. And I think that we should reschedule when we're both feeling better because I don't feel that I'm able to support you the way that you need to be supported. And I don't feel like it's a fair use of either of our times to be forcing ourselves when that's something that we're actively not doing in coaching. And like you already know, she agreed with no problems, no issues, and that was it. And so what ended up happening is we rescheduled our call. We've had our call since then and everything is a-okay. We both feel amazing. We both had an amazing productive call, the last call, and she is freaking crushing it again. And it was simply because we took the time to rest. Now, I know that that sounds easier said than done, which is why today I'm going to share with you like six It's going to sound like a lot when I say six, but it's really quick. Six steps in terms of like how to get yourself out of burnout so that you can really start taking that action so that you can start being involved in your life again so that you can start feeling like you aren't running on hot air, okay? So the first thing that you need to do is let the feelings come, okay? You need to allow the burnout, the overwhelm, the feelings to have their space, You need to give them their space with validation and understanding that, yes, there is a lot going on. And yes, there is a lot to hold. There is. And it's okay to feel like it's overwhelming. It's okay to feel stressed out. Because when you are denying your own experience by saying, it's weak of me to be stressed. I shouldn't be stressed out. I should just have my shit together. What you're doing is you're creating a separation between your self that's conscious and the self that's subconscious that just wants to do its best and you become the bully to yourself in your own mind when you start to deny or gaslight or push away your feelings and avoid them and not give them the time that creates a huge separation in how you show up and who you actually are And when that separation is enough and that divide is big enough, it gets really hard to start feeling like you are whole, like you are authentic because there is always a part of you that you are hating on. If you allow yourself to feel the emotions, to give yourself that space, what you'll find is within about 15 minutes or so of actually allowing the space for the feeling, it will subside. Cry it out. Go for a walk, have a little rage scream. I don't know what you need to do, do it. But validate your experience because you are going through it. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks of how capable you are. And it doesn't matter if you think other people would handle things better. That doesn't matter. What matters is you giving yourself a break. 
and saying, instead of giving you a hard time and telling you you're weak and telling you that you should just get your shit together, I'm actually going to sit with you in the trenches and say, yeah, this is pretty overwhelming. It is. This sucks. So how can we move forward? And once you're able to do that, you can move to step number two, which is taking an honest audit of everything that's on your plate. Where is your time going? Where is your energy being spent? Take an inventory of every single thing that demands your time, energy, and attention, whether it's work responsibilities, laundry, dishes, children, husband, um, partner, you name it. Take an honest audit of every single thing that you are giving your time, energy, and attention to. Because if you don't know where you're starting from, it's really hard to start making improvements. So create this inventory for yourself and start to get really clear. Okay, like what is actually important on this plate that I currently have? What are the things that actually matter to me? And how am I prioritizing them currently? And is that actually in alignment with where I want to be? Because when you can start to dive into these questions and start to get really clear about it, then you can start making the little swaps to be more kind of, I'm not saying productivity driven, it's, um, shoot, why can't I think of the word? I hate when that happens. You're being more purpose driven. That's what I, that's what it is. Instead of, you know, spending money just to spend money, you're spending money with the intention and the purpose that it's going to an investment that's going to help you become better. Those are two different things. Just as in this case, you want to be value-driven and purpose-driven in how am I spending my time? Is this stuff that's actually valuable or is I'm just checking a bunch of boxes and getting a bunch of random things done that don't actually matter? Because most of the time when we're burnt out, it's because we've picked up a lot of those little tiny tasks along the way that we didn't realize we were picking up and they start to get overwhelming. So when that happens, we have to take an inventory and check in and be like, is this actually legit? Is this actually what I want? Because if it isn't, then you have an opportunity to change. But if you don't have awareness, you don't have a choice. So the third thing that you're going to do in this case is lean in on your support systems. You know, call your friend and share with them this is what I'm experiencing right now. I just need to get some of this out and see another perspective. Maybe it's you need to talk to a mentor. Maybe it's that you need to talk to your spouse. Maybe it's that you need some alone time just to kind of process things. But lean in on what it is that you need to comfort, to console, and to empathize with your situation. Because when you're going through it, you don't need to do it alone. There's someone there who's going through it or who has gone through it. And I'm sure that they would be willing to be there for you because they would hope that someone would be there for them. Now, the fourth thing, this is going to be the biggest and probably the most toughest step for you. If you are a workaholic, you are someone who is a perfectionist. You are someone who is a very high performer and who is very high performance driven. And you detain maybe, or you uh, not detain, you um, pull some of your worth from your work, then this is going to be hard for you to hear. But the fourth thing you're going to do is take a break. Take a step back and give yourself the much needed rest, relaxation, and refresh that you need. Because if you are burnt out, you're running on fumes, okay? That's just it. You're mentally tapped. You might be physically tapped. You might be energetically tapped, but something is tapped, which means that You need to refill your cup if you want to stop pouring out hot air on everybody. And 
I know that it might be like, oh no, I can't because, you know, this deadline, da 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 da. But your performance and everything you touch suffers when you aren't at 100%, which means that even if you are trying to push through day by day to get this project done, it's going to take you longer than if you would have just taken the break, taken enough rest, come back and did the damn thing. You have to be willing to prioritize, check in with yourself and actually give yourself what it needs and what you need to be your best self. But if you are constantly pushing yourself to run on fumes and then continue to push past it, just like an engine with no oil, you will blow up eventually and you will no longer work at all. Do you want to get to that point? I doubt it, especially if you're a high performer, especially if you're a perfectionist. I know how important it is to you for you to show up well, for people to like you on how you perform. And if you're not performing well, then it's very detrimental. If that is your case, then you need to start prioritizing your rest. Where do you need to trim in your inventory to allow more space for you to refill your cup? Because it's clearly what you're needing. So like I said, number four is the hardest step, but it's something that's absolutely crucial when you are burnt out. Because if you continue to run on fumes, you will make yourself sick. And you know this, I know this, right? Like I lost my hair because I kept going while in burnout. I literally was throwing up every single day and got diagnosed with IBS because I was stressed out and going in burnout and didn't recognize that that's where I was. And I was just going and going and going and going. I went from, oh my gosh, Nikki, you lost so much weight. You look incredible to, honey, are you okay? I can see your hip bones. I can see like your legs. Is, is everything okay? Are you eating enough? Because I was so stressed that my body was shutting down and I would not take a break because perfectionism, because high performance, because wanted to be the boss's go-to gal, everyone's go-to gal. I wish someone would tell me what I'm telling you right now, which is that shit doesn't fucking matter. Your health does. Who you are does matter. So you need to take the time and prioritize you if you want to show up better in your life or you want good things to happen in your life, then you have to be good in your life too. So the next thing, which is actually a really good tie-in, I just realized, is checking your mindset, right? Just like I was saying, take that inventory. Take an inventory of where are your thoughts going? Are they positive? Are they negative? And are these thoughts that you're having during your feeling of burnout, are these things actually helping you in terms of feeling better? Or is it peddling a narrative that's getting you more and more and more and more and more frustrated, hyped up, and upset? Because if it is, and that's what's happening, then you're going to continue to be in burnout. You are going to continue the cycle of burnout. You're going to continue the cycle of perfectionism and all of those things. Because if you don't get to the root which is our brain, our thoughts, then everything you do is going to be a band-aid. You have to treat things at the root. So where are your thoughts going? Are they going to how incredible and beautiful of a day it is outside despite being a little stressed out? Or is it going to how awful Sandy is from, you know, first grade because she doesn't like me and she's, you know, being a little bitch, right? It's like, You can go through the day and focus on Sandy being a bitch, 100%. Or you can go and you can say, 
while Sandy may have been her own issue today, I found five kids who, you know, love these like same exact things that I do. And they want to like come to my classroom and do arts and crafts at lunchtime because they just love it so much. And it just made my heart so happy. You know, like, do you want to focus on the good or do you want to focus on the bad? Because when you start finding that you're in a cycle of constantly focusing on the bad, you are no longer going to see good in your world. You will only see the bad. So where are your thoughts going? That's a really good indicator of if you're in burnout or not, is how negative are you being? Where's your mind at? Where's your heart at? Where's your your thoughts at? And start checking them, right? Like I was, <laughs> oh my gosh, Julia, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, I had a I had a coaching call last night, actually. And it's funny because she was actually telling me about her situation. She's in education and this one teacher in her thing is just basically making her life a living hell. Like there is no way, other way to put it. This, this other teacher is just on, on one. And she was just telling me about how next year things are just going to be awful and, you know, it's just going to suck. And, and I kind of had to tell her, I said, look, like it will be because you've decided that already. You've said this is what is going to happen. And when you decide beforehand that that's what's going to happen your perspective will no longer be open to seeing anything else but that thing so even if it was an amazing year next year you won't see it because you're so focused on it being bad and tough and I literally said and it's funny because I think back on this and I'm like oh my god I literally told her I said we got a 180 this bitch like we cannot if you want a different year next year like we got a 180 the thoughts and start really diving in to where you're at in your mind so that the external will start to reflect that and you can start feeling more at peace, more in alignment and more like your authentic self because who genuinely wants to be in a complaining negative mindset all the time? Doubt it. Most people don't, right? Everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to be fulfilled. So why not get to the root of what is actually creating the negativity in the first place and start there? That starts with your mind. So check your mindset. Now, the last thing, which I've kind of summarized throughout this, but it's a really simple question. This is number six is, what would feel better and more in alignment with where I want to be than what is currently? What actions or lack of actions do you need to take in order to create a safe and full cup for yourself that which you can pour out of to others without pouring out so much that it becomes hot air without pouring it out so much that you overheat and burn out and don't work anymore and are sick right like asking these questions is really important because when you get clear on this then you can start to go okay how can I start to take action using this time inventory where can I trim things that don't actually mean much to me or aren't actually helpful to moving me forward or burning me out How can I take these things and shift my mindset around them or shift the things around them, shift the environments around them? And what actions, maybe you need to do the same things in just a different way. What actions do you need to take in order to act more alignment with who that person is? The not burnt out version of you. The not tired, engine running on E like version of you. Who is the full version? Who is the positive version? Who's the most excited version? And how can we bring the energetic frequency of where you're at now closer to that level? Because if you're staying in a low vibe, you're going to stay in a low vibe. But if you want to raise your vibe, if you want to you know, get out of burnout and really stop falling into this trap, 
you got to make some significant changes that are permanent to the way that you think about yourself, your role in the world and how you show up in it and the opinions of others and their worth to you. Because if you are someone who gets wrapped up in the opinions of others and the perfectionism and wanting to be everyone's go-to gal, you will find yourself people-pleasing, burnt out, codependent, and in relationships or in situations that are no longer healthy for you because you've allowed it to just become that way by saying, eh, it's just what it is. It does not have to be, okay? I've given you six very quick, very easy steps that without fail always get me out of burnout. And so my hope and my wish is... that it'll do the same for you. Ooh, okay. Had a coughing attack there. See guys, I told you there was something stuck in my throat and I had no idea what was going on. But I was literally getting to the end of the episode, genuinely just about to tell you my farewell, which is that I love you. I'm proud of you. Super excited about who you are, who you're becoming, what you're going to create in this world. And I will talk to you next time.